greater relations with the IOC, more opportunities for youth para-athletes, and a reformation of the classification system. These are three of the primary challenges that International Paralympic Committee presidential candidate John Peterson will tackle if he's elected to lead the Paralympic movement. I'm Kevin Nutley, and thank you for joining us today on the latest edition of ATR Radio. Today, Peterson, a former president of the European Paralympic Committees and current IPC governing board member, joins ATR Radio as the election in Abu Dhabi nears in a little more than a week. First, John, what got you involved in the Paralympic movement? Oh, that's, that's many years ago. I, um, I went to a public school after my, my school time at a school for persons with special needs. And, and there I um, began playing football with uh, all my school friends. And it was too tough for me to play football. So I was sitting in a wheelchair for at least seven, eight weeks. And after that, my doctor was telling me, if you are not doing any sport, you will be in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. So I had to find a sport. And then, by coincidence, we, we found... Uh, a club for, for persons with a disability around um, around my home. And then I was uh, starting uh, swimming there uh, two, two times a week. And it was back in 1981, so a long time since then. And, uh, and then, yeah, then I, I trained, become Nordic champion, European champion. Paralympic champion six times and, and so on. So that was the beginning of my, you can say, my Paralympic um, participation. Uh, and then after after my my swimming career, I was elected as board member of uh, of the Danish National Paralympic Committee and became the vice president in 2005. Um, and then I went to some international events like uh, the European General Assembly and the International Paralympic Committee General Assembly and, and got interested in, uh, in international politics and what was going on. So I was elected as uh, president of the European Paralympic Committee in 2009 and had that for, for, uh, for eight years and in 2013. I was elected as IPC governing board member, so uh, that is my my first term. Uh, but yeah, you can say 17 years in uh, in 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 the volunteer and political work in uh, in the Paralympic movement. Excellent. And and how are these leadership roles? How have they prepared you to become the next IPC president? They have prepared me a lot, but not only those uh, those uh, positions. Uh, of course, I have obtained a lot of knowledge regarding um, regarding athletes, regarding sports, regarding politics, regarding sponsoring, marketing, and so forth. But I, I will say that that the experience as also as a leader it came through my my business perspective, where I um, back in 1995 was. Uh, hired by KBMG and then later on by Ernst & Young and uh, became uh, executive director in Ernst & Young. And after I've been executive director, I built my own firm from six to uh, a 40 plus business. And, and in, in those years, eight years, I learned a lot about leadership. And together with this, at the same time, I was uh, president of the European Paralympic uh, Committee. 
and that uh, also gave a lot of the opportunity to learn about dialogue with um, institutional uh, stakeholders and, and so forth. So you believe your combination of business expertise and Paralympic expertise can make you the best fit for next president? I think so, yes. I think I have, I have the skills and the experience uh, to do this. And, 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 then, and then, by the way, I have tried it on my own body as a, as a person, uh, as a sports person, mm-hmm. and, and also as a person with a, with a disability, um, tear down uh, barriers uh, for my, yeah, since my birth. And what barriers remain for the Paralympic movement, and how can you overcome those? Oh, that, I think there's still uh, a lot to do, a lot to do, and uh, by my discussions uh, in uh, yeah during the last the last year with a lot of a lot of people, I have imagined that there is uh, uh, many areas and regions where you have to be recognized and you have to be accepted as a person with a disability, and and the whole thing is. For me, it's it's more than just sport. It's it's about uh, social inclusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, in in that way, I think we had a lot of a lot of things to do. One one thing is to do the Paralympic game uh, every second year when we are also taking the Winter Games into consideration. But but again, it's it's to do more, create more opportunities for the for the youngsters. Create uh, pathways for 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 the youngsters, and um, and again also creating more more revenues for the movement, uh, and then assist and and that's maybe the the most uh, the most important issue to assist those NPC who is not recognized and supported by the government, and I will be there. I will I will go there and I will help them to get this recognition and acceptance uh, from the government. And you mentioned you want to create more opportunities for youngsters. Would that include the creation of Youth Paralympic Games? Do you think that would really help the movement? Uh, first of all, I think this is not the first step to take. Uh, the first step for me is to take is the creating international youth games in sub-regions and in the regions. Because um, if we create a big event first, we will miss my intention in, in this is to get a lot of youngsters to do sport. So in first place, I will assist the, the regions to creating uh, youth, um, youth, youth, youth power games in their region. Uh, and then later on, maybe, let's say it, it's 20, uh, 12 years time, maybe we can on a long term make an international youth uh, Paralympic Games. But that's not my first step. The first step is created on a lower level. And what would you say is the biggest challenge that's facing the Paralympic movement right now? The biggest challenge is, for me, um, the relation with, with the IOC. Uh, we need to, 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 bring, to bring it uh, to, uh, to back to a, 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 a good and a cooperative level where we... Uh, can can assist each other where we can learn from each other because I think the the Paralympic movement has a lot of values we can we can share with the Olympic uh, movement. So so for me it's uh, important that this relation, uh, yeah you can say we need to bring the athletes in front of the politics and at the moment 
Uh, it's in the other way around that the politics above the, the athletes. So that's one of the um, that's one of the, the the biggest issues I I see at at the moment. But also I see we our mirror to the to the public to the world is our classification system. We we have a classification system and it should be fair and it should be reliable. Um, and and we need to to bring more resources in terms of, of staff and, and money into this, and maybe we have to, to create a more independent organization regarding classification uh, in the future and make it more professionalized. Um, and, and the third one, I, I think, um, is, is one of the biggest uh, challenges, is uh, our setup where the IPC at the moment is the governing body of 10 IPC sports, and we have all the independent IFs um, on, on, you can say, not on their own, but in, a, in another setup. So with a decision taken back in 2007, where the membership of IPC took the decision to, to let the, the, all the sports to be independent, latest 2016, we have still a lot of work to do. And, and the governing structure here, we need to... Uh, to to uh, to look at and 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 make a process together with with those IF who has created it already and has a lot of experience and and knowledge about uh, transformation from an IPC sport into a, a, a Olympic sport if you can call it so um, so that's where that's where I see but it it takes time. It takes time, and I cannot do everything in, the, in, in one year, and, and maybe not in four years, but let's see. It will be a process and an approach we will take in the future. And so you discussed some of the, the challenges facing the movement. What's the greatest opportunity for the Paralympics at this moment? We had a very great opportunity to, to showcase for the, for the entire world that we have uh, unique athletes with a unique history behind them. Uh, and everybody is can inspire and excite the world with their with their amazing uh, performances, uh, and we are very strong there. Um, and and we have to move forward with this. And not only you can say in in a two years four uh, four years time we can create more uh, broadcasting during uh, the entire yeah. Every day, day by day, broadcasting and and, and marketing uh, of the movement because we have we have a show to to show the entire world. So that's 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 the one of the biggest uh, I will say opportunities. And and we can that's and that's for me so important is that the biggest NPC together with the with the, the IPC is assisting to bring this fantastic movement into other areas of, of the world where we have not seen the development yet. And you mentioned that you want relationships with the IOC to improve. Would that include you becoming an IOC member if you were elected president of the IPC? I really hope so, but uh, it's not up to me. It, it will be decided uh, by, the, by the IOC. Uh, absolutely, I will be ready when I'm elected as president to uh, talk to Thomas Bach immediately and go to Lima and, and begin the collaboration with, uh, with, IP, with IOC. Uh, and and uh, 
with a focus on, on the Paris board. And moving to a specific issue with the IPC, the IPC governing board meets, um, I think, this this weekend in Abu Dhabi before the General Assembly. And it's said they're going to hear an independent task force report about Russia's um, efforts to rejoin the movement. Do you believe that, as a governing board member you know, that Russia suspension might be lifted this weekend? Or do you think there's more progress is needed? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot say yes or no to that answer because I haven't received the report yet. And I, I, I know that it, there will be a presentation at our governing board meeting Sunday and Monday about the situation and about how has the Russian fulfilled their obligation uh, regarding the criteria we have set. Uh, I have heard a lot of positive actions from Russia uh, in relation to, to, to this, uh, but I need to, to have in a, in a, in a, in a, bo- in a broader perspective and then from that one take the decision. But I'm absolutely convinced that we will have Russia back again and we should have Russia back again. It's just a, uh, a question of time. Mm-hmm. Um, if not in the weekend, I'm, I'm sure that we, we will have them back again because they should be back. They are one of our members and, and they should be there. Anything? And any member should be a member of uh, uh, and not suspended. So that's what we are working for. Excellent. And do you think that could possibly happen before Pyeongchang Olympics or Paralympics in uh, March? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully, but again, I, can, I cannot say yes and no to this because I, it depends, it depends on, on their progress and the report in the weekend. And with the election coming up September 8th in Abu Dhabi, you're competing against three other or four other candidates. Um, what, what can yes. you do to distinguish yourself from the other candidates with just over a week until the election? Oh, I think I have, uh, I have been in contact with so many members, and that means nations, sports, regions and so on and I have some fantastic discussions and uh, and conversations with them and I've heard a lot about their challenges and their needs and so on and and the next thing is that I think I have the right quality to be the next president due to my sports career my sports person my business perspective, and also my involvement in the movement as Paralympic leader mm-hmm. for many, many years. So I have been in, in center of, of the entire things for, for over 35 years. So um, I think I, I, I differentiate me, myself and push, positionize me, myself in, in that case, mm-hmm. in, in those Positions. And you feel like you have a good deal of support going into the election from these NPCs you've met with? Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Uh, I'm, I'm very pleased at the moment, I will say. Uh, I'm happy. I believe I have a lot of support from from all over the world and also for the sport and, and, and so on because I have been in contact with so many and I have so many uh, uh positive feedbacks and comments and, and support. So, yeah, I'm quite confident uh, it will be a tough week next week, and uh, we will we will fight as uh, it was a Paralympic gold medal I was uh, 
winning. <laughs> well, John, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with me today, and good luck in the election next week. Thank you very much, Kevin, and uh, look forward to speak to you again. That was Paralympics presidential candidate John Peterson describing his goals for the movement if elected to lead it. Peterson is one of four candidates vying to become IPC president at an election set for September 8th in Abu Dhabi, UAE. Thank you for joining us in the latest edition of ATR Radio. I'm Kevin Nutley. Have a good one.